0: Welcome to Things You Should Have Heard, with your hosts, Jeff, Amanda, and Logan.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Things You Should Have Heard. We're on episode nine. Hello, people. Hello. How are you two?
2: Wonderful.
0: Good.
1: (laughs) Since we just had a half-hour conversation before we started, we should... Thankfully, we didn't hit record then, since it was about Starbucks, coffee, and Winterfell, and game, Endgame.
2: Yeah. Good conversation.
0: No, I was just saying, we, uh, we, we talked about a lot of spoilers.
1: Yep. We, can't, we don't want to ruin it for people. It's worth the watch. Endgame might be the best Marvel movie ever, to date. I'm going to say to date, because I'm sure they're going to top it later down the road.
0: I'd have to say it's just in par with Infinity War, I mean, because it can't be any better
1: than that. I mean, they're, they're very equal. And one's into the other, you know.
2: Game of Thrones, they apparently drink Starbucks.
1: Yep, Starbucks. Winterfell is uh, the first location, I think, for Starbucks. It was
0: supposed to be an herbal tea. They put a statement out.
1: That's crazy. Crazy, crazy. I think it's funny. (laughs) I don't understand how you miss that.
2: (laughs) Oh, they're probably tired. uh, You all (laughs) listening out
0: there in Game of Thrones last episode, there was a Starbucks cup that was still on a table. It hadn't been edited out, it wasn't even supposed to be there. And it ended up in there during the premiere. And uh, HBO later edited out uh, on all the digital services they have.
2: They should have left it.
0: Well, people were saying, because they put a statement about herbal tea, they were hoping that they just kind of edited into, like, an old-fashioned tea cup to kind of keep the joke going. But they just took <laughs> it straight out.
1: That stinks. That would have been funny, though, if yeah, they did it that with been. the tea. And left the Starbucks logo. You know, like, made it old-looking. Yeah. <laughs>
2: They could have done some good business.
1: See, that would have been funnier. You you realize you made a mistake, at least, you know, run with the joke.
0: Well, there was uh, there was one meme that I saw and someone had posted, You all are upset about Starbucks, but did you not catch the last episode and it showed Arya being held up in that chokehold, mm-hmm. her holding a popcorn's chicken basket <laughs> instead of the knife? <laughs> So I enjoyed that. I thought that was pretty good.
2: You never know. There might be another Starbucks cup in the next one.
1: You never know.
2: Sitting around somewhere.
1: Amanda, you want to start us off?
2: <laughs> yeah, I will. So okay. The story I found from May well actually is from today, actually. Didn't notice that. But anyway, well, there were friends go. that found out that they're actually brothers. There are two Texas men who had been friends for years and discovered that they are biological brothers after taking a DNA test. That's crazy. Yeah. So growing up Walt 37 always wanted a sibling and as an only child too Mark 36 felt the same way, but they didn't know that they were actually related. Last September they found out that they share the same biological father after taking the DNA DNA test through 23 and me, which is some which is a DNA test I haven't heard of before. I don't know if you guys have I have. Yes. 23andMe. So what happened was in 2014, Walt was diagnosed with cancer and wanted to know more about his family's health history. So he did a DNA test through 23andMe in 2015, logging into the site from time to time to see if anyone knew was in his family tree. At first, he only found distant relatives until last September when Mark got his own 23andMe results back. Because Mark had recently become a dad himself which prompted him to find out his biological father but the results shocked him because at the top of the list of relatives was walt's name so he immediately picked up the phone and calls walt also there's a video it's on inside edition where i watched this and walt and mark always knew their mothers were artificially inseminated using a sperm donor but they had no idea that both of their moms went to the same fertility
1: center
2: and used the same donor but wow. the connections don't end there because both their moms sing in the same church choir, too. Oh, that's... And they were born just 15 months apart.
1: That's crazy.
2: Isn't that's it? Weird. I'm like, what are the freaking odds of that, that happened?
1: You always see that on mainly, like, movies that people always worry about. You know, what if we're related? Yeah. But never yeah. would you think that would actually happen. I mean, you know, not to keep being together, but still, like, oh, you're my brother. Oh, how funny. No, no, seriously, you're my brother. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so now they spend a lot of time, like, their families spend a lot of time together, and I just thought it was a really cool story.
1: That's that wild. something
2: like that would happen, because you don't hear that happening every day.
1: No, not at all. Can and we the just... fact
2: that they knew each other, and then found out, that's like you two finding out that you're brothers or something, or, like, I'm your it sister or gross. something.
0: Brother
1: <laughs> <with> Jeff.
2: Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you would have
1: had a fun childhood. <laughs> but you you have to think though with back if those guys are mid 30s that the the computer systems weren't there kind of to make sure that wouldn't happen to be you know to yeah you know, cuz usually they try to i I would assume they try to you know make sure it's not like the same sample same area but I, maybe if they said hey I want this guy this type of guy and be like oh we got the perfect guy for you
2: but how cool is it that they became friends?
1: They were friends like, before they even knew.
2: Yeah, they were really good friends. Yeah.
1: They just, did they have a lot in common?
2: Yeah. I guess, apparently, like they just were about the same person.
1: Well, that's an interesting story, Miss Amanda. That that makes you think. Like, is your best friend that's awfully close to boy? We all like the same things. It's like we 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 makes might need to do a yeah. <laughs> we need to do a twenty three and me and then have a chat with our parents. <laughs> 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 Mom, Dad, we, we need to talk. Mm. Uh, so, what do you got for us, uh, Logan? I have,
0: uh, it's an older story, and I do have a newer story if we want to do that one later or right oh. after this one. But I, I want to do a throwback because it's Mother's Day coming this weekend. This story is actually from last October about uh, Ashley and Andrew who were waiting excitedly for the arrival of their first child. However, 24 hours leading up to um, the birth, Uh, She woke up in the middle of the night to sounds of Andrew gasping for air. Um, And so she calls 911. Paramedics uh, are on their way and they're walking her through how to give him CPR to try to resuscitate him and everything. And so here she is nine months pregnant, you know, giving CPR to her husband like days before Mm -hmm. her actual due date. Overcoming her fears and everything, giving her compressions. Paramedics get there, load him up, get him to the hospital. Doctors weren't sure what was going to happen because of the amount of time he had um, been deprived of oxygen. So they weren't sure if he was going to come out of a coma, if he was going to have a brain damage or anything like that. Uh, assuming he would actually wake up, However, like the next day opens his eyes, literally like, just in time to witness the birth of their son. Wow. And so, like, the doctors, like, everyone was amazed that even he was pretty in pretty good condition, actually, you know, was able to do the whole thing, pictures and everything, seeing, you know, seeing the birth and, you know, in the article, there's a picture of her, him, holding, you know, the baby, smiling and everything. So, just, I thought it was a really cool story to share coming uh, with, with Mother's Day coming up, you know?
2: yeah. That's going to be scary for her, too.
0: Oh,
1: can you imagine? You're stressed enough about to give birth.
2: Well, yeah, like having to do all of that and then, but him being able to come back and see the birth, that's pretty cool.
0: Well, I can just imagine being, I mean, obviously as a guy, I can't really, but being nine months pregnant, probably not even being able to put your shoes on, let alone having to, you know, bend over and and give these chest compressions over and over and over and over until the paramedics arrive. Um, just incredible.
1: Adrenaline kicks in there a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I, I probably went, did it for five minutes before, yeah. without even realizing it was five minutes cause my back didn't start hurting until three or four days later. And I know I did it the day of, yeah. I think That's a lot of It's a powerful it, drug. Yeah. Adrenaline. Once that, once that adrenaline kicks in, you, you can do a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff cause they're similar concept, not me, of no, the pregnancy, bit. But I've, I've read a story, and I'm sure it's in our the spreadsheet, but a, there was an accident, and a car uh, trapped a guy under it.
0: Oh, and, I, I read this too. I know where yeah, you're
1: going. and there was six guys, seven guys that tried to lift the car off him, and a power lifter was somewhere in the vicinity and heard what was going on and came over. And he goes, I got it, and the power lifter went down and basically deadlifted the car off the guy. One guy Mm. lifted the car up compared to the six or seven guys that couldn't. I'm sure there was a lot to to it, but... Rushed. Crazy. I mean, adrenaline's a crazy, crazy thing. Crazy. What's your other story, Logan?
0: My other story is recent. It was an article from May 3rd, and it is about a cafe owner, Juan Beristain, out in Cary, Illinois. He is known for his JC's Cafe, which makes all sorts of things, desserts, coffee, but they have these really good soups. There is a local resident who, like, is obsessed with his soups and has been coping with multiple sclerosis, and he's also going through chemotherapy treatments. And when Beresteyn learned about um, this guy's health problems, he uh, reached out to him. The, the guy's name is Noah. He he reached out and just showed up at it, but we didn't really reach out. He just showed up at at his house with soup, uh, to give to the guy. He's like, you know, I want to, you know, if I can contribute in some way to, for this guy's health, because, of, you know, the soups that he, the guy was eating had all these nutrition that he needed to kind of like keep going and everything. And, um, would just just show up with soup and try to pay him you know reimburse him or whatever and he's like no don't worry about it he's been going there for like the past year four days a week dropping soups off to this dude and so i just thought that was really cool not looking for any kind of wasn't looking for any kind of publicity out of it it just kind of picked up that you know people found out he was doing this for the guy and just you know showing up Again, four days at least in the week giving him soup just because he feels that this is one way he can pay back in doing something good. So I thought that was pretty cool.
2: That is really cool.
1: I hope he likes soup.
0: The guy's obsessed with it, apparently. Crazy. If it, is
2: it? Did you say it was the same soup or like different soup?
0: You know, I don't know if the article really specified as to what soup it is. I'm scrolling through it right now. But no, it's just, you know, basically the doctor's were you know recommending that he indulge in it because of the nutrition's and everything, uh, nutritional value that's in it, and this guy just found out about it from a Facebook post about how much this guy loved his soup and how it made him feel good and was you know so he just took it upon himself start dropping it off personally,
1: four times. That's a week really at
2: cool. Always nice to hear people like that exist in the world.
1: And that funny, funny enough, that kind of it's not funny rides right into mine. <laughs>
0: What, what so? What's funny about soup?
1: Soup, soup's hilarious. Yeah. No, the heard it from a Facebook post. Kinda ties into my story. Oh yeah. Nice. What yeah. you got? My story comes out of Tacoma, Washington. It was towards the end of last year. A 41-year-old Army vet, Vince Villano, kidneys were shutting down. He has a family history of kidney problems. But most of his family members didn't really get the, I guess didn't get sick till their 50s or 60s. Well, Vince was, I think, early 30s by the time he found out that he was, he had the issue, and around that 40, 41 mark is when it started to, to his kidney started to shut down. So next day after he found out, he did his morning routine, went to Starbucks for his cold brew. He he works at a Insurance company, he owns it, and every morning he starts off with a Starbucks. Well, if you go every morning, people tend to know who you are, or at least the barista Nicole McNeil, she's worked there for ages with him. He walked in, she already knew his order. He orders the same thing every time. You, you, You know, you get to know your regulars. Yeah. Came up, placed the order, she's like, hey, how's it going, the regular? Yeah. She said she noticed that he just... He wasn't right. You could tell he was having a bad day. Yeah. So she said, uh, you know, what's going on? You know, he's like, you know what? I, you don't have enough time. You know, I just, I I don't want to, I don't want to deal. you know, waste your time. You you don't have enough time. And she said that, you know, I just, I could tell something was wrong. So I told him, you know what? I get off in a few minutes. Let's chat. So he did. And what he didn't realize, well, I guess they didn't realize is that by her doing that, both of their lives have now changed forever. So they sat down and they he basically explained everything that, you know, it's a family kidney disease, his grandma, his mom has passed away from it. The waiting list for kidneys tend to be about 4 to 5 years. Basically, it's a death sentence. In his eyes, he felt it was a death sentence because of his age mm-hmm. and uh, and that he's got it so early and so uh, you know, he went through the whole story. You know, he he talked, she listened. And you know they chatted a little bit, but you know he finished his coffee and and all he went. So she gets home, and that night in bed she told her husband Justin McNeil, who's oddly enough also an Army vet, that about Vince. And her husband said, "I have a kidney. He can have mine." And she was Yay. floored. She was floored. She said she struggled to have him just sign his driver's license to be an organ donor. So she was kind of taken aback that why 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 would you do this and yeah. he said you know what it just felt right he goes i didn't know the guy but it just kind of felt right that you know probably the army vet part you yeah, know to a vet man. yeah that
2: absolutely. connection
1: absolutely
2: like just understanding
1: back to amanda your story brother from another mother type thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the families end up becoming friends she invited the vince's family over just to kind of get to know each other, since you know he said that, you know they're like, well, let's just get to know the guy. They end up becoming best friends. Probably they similar background, and you know once you're in the military, I think there's a lot of, you you know what the other person's like more than likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now there is a very slim chance that you are a match for someone. Now you I could be. about that part. You you could be a close match. You could be like the right blood type because. The big issue with my dad was that if you're not a match, the body can immediately start rejecting the organ because it's a foreign yeah. body inside the person. So the closer it is, the better chance of it working. Eventually, after I think they said two years, the guy started dialysis. And I, I don't know if have either of you ever seen what goes on in dialysis. Yeah. Amanda, have you?
2: No, I don't know exactly what goes on.
1: Okay, well, because the kidney shuts down, and kidneys filter your blood. My dad actually had a shunt put in his arm, but if it's temporary, they can just want there's a needle in one arm, and mm-hmm. a needle in the other arm, and it sucks the blood out into a machine, and they go through a and they call it a kidney, which is a filter. It like detoxifies your, it. Like your oh, oil I filter understand. in your car, yeah. basically. Okay. But it, it yeah, and, and it, they clean it and then they put it back in you. It's basically okay.
0: filtering all the blood in your body and putting it back in.
1: It's an external kidney, basically. As, as easy as ex- explanation is going to be, it's an external kidney. And you're there for like hours. You yeah. can't, yes. You, depending you can on be, the severity depending. of it. Yeah. At the m- most, I think my dad was there like three to four hours one time. And it, it, it's pretty crazy because you would go in and say it's a Friday because I used to drive my dad to his sessions. I don't know what you would call them. Mm-hmm. He would go in. He'd weigh himself. Two seventy-five. Be like, oh, uh, Mr. Wirtz, what do, what would you like to lose? And he goes, I don't know. I'm. It's it's a big weekend. We're going out of town. I'd like to, you know, maybe about six, seven pounds. And they would dial in seven pounds, and he would leave seven pounds lighter. Sounds like a great weight loss until you have to sit there and deal with it, and it's weird to yeah. see as well. Uh, but my dad did it, and this guy started to do it. The thing is, he knew it was temporary because Justin ended up getting tested and the doctors came back and told him he was as close as a match as someone could be without being a relative.
2: What are the freaking odds nice. of that? Isn't that how
1: crazy? Cra- how, that's insane.
2: That's nuts. That's so cool though. That-
1: because we all got tested with my dad. I all my brother myself, my sister, and oddly enough, my mom were all matches. And I was a perfect match. But my brother had health issues growing up. My sister was trying to have a baby. So uh, I was the youngest at home. I I was, you know, I'm up to bat, but I ended up having kidney stones. And that's how I, I couldn't give him a kidney. And he ended up, I'm sure I've told you the story about how my dad ended up with with his kidney. No. Okay. Well, I'll I'll get back to that.
2: Yeah. And speaking of kidney stones. I just found a, a way that you can get rid of them, but it's it's kind of crazy, but if you want me to share it, I will, but I, I can share it later. <laughs>
1: well, w- one second. Let me <laughs> let me finish this before I forget, because we'll easily get sidetracked. Yes. Surgery was scheduled for December 26th, which is actually Justin's 36th birthday, and Justin's what? wife, Nicole, reported that about the 27th, 28th, that surgery went off without a hitch. Ultra- ultrasound showed... That Vince's new kidney was functioning perfectly fine, and everyone was doing well.
2: Crazy! I actually came across another article I was going to share today, but I kind of left it up just in case. And it's funny that you're talking about organ donation because there's a drone in Maryland that makes history by delivering organ for a successful transplant. Delivering I saw an organ that. for? It. Did you see that? Yeah. I'm like, I there's a little short video on it. And I was just kind of reading a little bit. There wasn't much to the article, but just the fact that they're testing that now.
1: Because time is of the essence. Yeah. Time is well, such a big deal with Oregon th- stuff.
2: It was on, It was posted on May 3rd, from what I've seen. But yeah, it was like the video shows how they were doing it.
1: Because uh, you, know, you see on TV how they hop on a plane with a cooler. 100% mm-hmm. legit. That is 100% real. Uh, yeah. When I worked at the airport, we had Oregon's come through all the time more than you imagine eyes skin kidneys hearts i mean usually they try to do it as quick as possible but if it's got to go across the country you know they they get it the fastest way possible but we would have it come through the airlines because you know direct direct flight quickest way yeah airlines but, cooperate a lot but you know stuff. usually it, it sits up with the pilot you know it's it, normally it can't get lost but delta it had storms and somebody I, I don't know, however it happened, box the kidney in a bag card at the plane, and they couldn't find it. Oh, Storms no. passed. Next morning they call the the kidney transplant center, which which was Christ Hospital in Cincinnati, and they they called the hospital in New York that where it was supposed to go, and they said actually it's been on ice too long. We don't want it because it was too risky of it actually mm. working. Well, however. The stars aligned for my dad. we have He's only been on the list for a couple months at this point, and he was next in line. They just felt that he was the best fit for this kidney. They called him in. They said, all right, we're mm-hmm. going to do, because it was, I think, his day for dialysis anyways. We said, we're going to do a couple hours dialysis, and while you're in dialysis, we're going to prep the kidney and try to get it going. Get, basically, get it warm, get it ready to go. And I was actually on my first day of a new job. And I got called out to leave to go to a hospital. So I I, I lasted about wow. three hours in a new job. That's the quickest I've ever got fired from a job. Uh because oh, I, I, I left. They, they they said I, I, I missed too much of training. So they let me go.
0: <laughs> Did you tell yes. them why you were leaving?
1: They they didn't care. <laughs> wow. I, I laughed. I was like, fine, you know, whatever. Like, it was even th-
0: if you had brought like proof that he was in the hospital they were just like nah screw it
1: yeah i told him why wow.
2: that's well cool. that's stupid
1: because i said my brother called how he got the numbers beyond me this is Please. back you in the 90s a place
0: like that anyway
1: you exactly
2: yeah if they're gonna be that way i wouldn't
1: i wasn't missing out on much because i ended up at the airport shortly after that funny enough yeah that's how my dad got his kidney delta lost it's
2: not that funny how things work it's yeah and nice.
1: then I ended up working for, well, it was basically working for Delta for 11 years. Because I would joke with him, be like, hey, dad, uh, there's a kidney coming through. Do we need to put it in like the deep freeze or something? or No, no, okay.
2: It's cool how it all worked out, though.
1: Yeah. Was yeah really that's cool. awesome. Yeah, so, you know, we just, oh, I'm having a bad day. Oh, I need a kidney. Hey, my husband will give you one. Do you, you know, you want to do it at lunch? You know, it's just, it was that easy. Wow, that's that's crazy, and they they say that these families are are best of friends now. They always doing stuff together, and they lived near each other, anyways. You know, both being army vets probably helps helps a ton, because you know as they he goes. Uh, Vince said, "I've I've already been close to death numerous times being in the military, but he felt this was a this was you know this is it. There's no yeah. coming, you know there's no coming back from this, and until basically a complete stranger said, sure." I'll donate.
0: That's pretty cool. Awesome. That's
1: so
2: cool. Yeah, that's really cool.
1: Because I in the in the, in the future I did plan to do a a a whole episode on organ transplant and the and the importance of it. Because we within my family there's a couple of different stories of how this whole you know my my father-in-law and uh, one of my 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 brothers nephews my sister-in-law's nephew there's a whole line of where we could talk about and just the importance of it and so that that is something we might we might do in the future just just the stats is is outrageous of how yeah. many people need organs and how many people and then also how technology is is possibly turning changing the how everything's going to work they grew an ear on the back of a mouse
0: yeah, I saw that a couple of years ago, actually. It's been a number of years
1: now, actually. Yeah, and they're they're moving on to bigger... Yeah, stem cells and all yep. that kind of research. Can't they yeah. grow
2: kidneys? I thought I heard something about where they could actually grow a I think a they're
1: trying. I, don't I think they, they're trying. I know, they, I know have. they have yeah. 3D-printed skin before, though. Yeah, they I saw have that it, recently. And I think they 3D-printed a heart valve, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. Yeah, they did that. Yep, That was last... Because it's the cells of the person... It won't be rejected.
0: Yeah, they take the stem cells basically and oh. then program them to grow into whatever they want. And I think that CRISPR technology is possibly going to help with all that stuff too. But I don't, I don't know much about CRISPR.
1: Yeah, coming from a family that has dealt with the the transplant, I I, I can't imagine. I you know how that's life changing because we were in the same boat. I my dad lasted twenty one years after his transplant. And if it was much longer, he might not have made it. If it was a, all we know is there was a motorcycle. This is this is crazy. By the way, talk about how he he told the bar, barista uh, the motorcycle accident. This is all I could find. Uh, the guy died in Kansas City in a motorcycle accident for Jerry's Kids, the the foundation Jerry's Kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm my dad's name is Jerry. I was supposed to give my dad a kidney jerry's kids was supposed to give that's my dad a kidney, of and in return jerry's kids did give him a kidney that's weird that's yeah, just very... mind bending to think how it ends up tying together it's crazy and that's why i am the way I... no i'm just kidding
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was waiting for it yeah crazy world <laughs> we live in
2: so can I share something, it. or do
1: you? Okay. Go for it. Let's
2: hear it. <laughs> Since you're talking about kidneys, I was listening <laughs> to the podcast of stuff to blow your mind, and they were talking about Nobel prizes, like crazy Nobel prizes that people have gotten, and one of them was how to get rid of kidney stones. Oh, you were talking about kidney stones. That's what yeah, I, I had, I had them. So apparently, there was a guy that rode Big Thunder Mountain at Disney World, mm-hmm. and I guess he kidney stone popped out. So he wrote it again and lost one. So then they did a they did a test on it. Yeah, it intrigued the professor, which built a silicone model of his patient's renal system, including like the artificial kidney stones, and took mm-hmm. it with him on numerous rides. Just, <laughs> they and allowed it to,
0: on this on this test.
2: They allowed him to do this experiment on the ride on the the Big Thunder Mountain. He discovered that the Big Thunder Mountain was indeed effective. Wow. More so than the scarier rides, such as Space Mountain, you know, and all that.
0: So but instead of spending all that money getting a surgery, yeah. just spend it going to Disney World.
2: Yeah, so it concluded that this was because Big Thunder Mountain involves more up-and-down, side-to-side movements that rattle the rider.
1: It's a wood uh, yeah. coaster. Disneyland yeah. or Disney World?
2: Um, World. Disney World. Okay. Yeah, I and know. they also Space said Mountain something World. about bungee jumping works as well.
1: Well, I guess the pressure probably. of probably change direction. direction.
2: Yeah, but I was I probably, listening to that. <laughs> I've you know, been like,
1: to Disney. You're probably right.
2: <laughs> yeah, because so the rides that con- constantly rattle passengers are more effective in dislodging stones than the ones that involve big drops. But they also were talking about bungee jumping could also be effective.
0: So but, if you ever have one, just go visit Jeff. He'll pick exactly. you up and just shake you about, and yeah, yeah.
2: Isn't that you know, funny? And they won a Nobel Prize from doing this experiment. But yeah, they when they built the silicone model and everything, they of course, you know, I'm sure people would not like it if they brought a real kidney on there and tried to do it. <laughs> on I
1: don't the think ride. it would work. So I don't this, think it'd work probably, as well.
2: That's probably the why work. Disney was like, Okay, you know, you made a model, you can write it. I'm sure nobody actually knew. At least I don't yeah, think anybody it was would pro- like.
1: probably in a box and they just held it yeah. and,
2: But that just made funny. me laugh. Yeah, I just recently listened to that. And when you said kidney stones, like, oh, I gotta tell you that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got a solo rider? Oh, no, I'm here with my kidney.
2: So, all of you that listen, if you do include this in the podcast, Jeff.
1: Oh, I will. That's, anybody that's hilarious. Anybody
2: that is listening, just, if you have kidney stones, go ride Big Thunder Mountain.
1: Mm, and if you or can, go bungee jumping, you might it. Well, no, if, yeah. it, if it works, all you have to do is ask your doctor for a prescription.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. yeah. Insurance will cover it.
1: Because they figured I had my stones because I didn't drink enough. I just didn't drink enough fluids. And the doctor's like, I, I, I don't care what you drink. Drink beer. Just drink something. And my dad asked, can could, could we get a prescription for that? <laughs> <laughs> the doctor's like, no, I, I wish we could because I'd write it for myself.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was great <laughs> yeah. that they did that.
1: I need some Sudafed and a 30-pack of course, please. And on that note, I think... I think that's the end All of this right. episode well done that is a solid episode boys and girls it's time for you to amanda do your thing
2: yeah so if any of you out there have any stories you want us to share send them our way and we will share them on the podcast
1: yep you can send it to us over on twitter at t-y-s-h-h podcast that's things you should have heard podcast on twitter rumor has it we might start a facebook page for the people now, that don't have the twitters yeah, yeah. I did do a poll, and it was about a fifty-fifty poll. And some people saying it was kind of pointless. Some, but I did it on Twitter, so people, you know, there are a lot of people that only <laughs> use. I, I went fishing really to see what would happen.
0: It was a little uh, little biased poll there.
1: Exa- exactly, exactly. <laughs> but that's why I was kind of thinking we're going to do it anyways because it was almost fifty. It was it, only twelve people did it. It was like a twenty-four hour. I think we should have a MySpace. I. That's perfectly I mean, fine.
2: Did you know they're starting to put tunes on facebook now i noticed that today like you can add a song and i'm like oh you're copying myspace
1: oh, so you remember i have two kids so when you say tunes i immediately went to cartoons
2: yeah i i, I know <laughs> yeah you I, can add your music for so people it said on there you can add your own song so people know what kind of person you are or something like that i'm like really
1: wow oh. does everybody have to be friends with zuckerberg then in order to do that yeah so that's how myspace worked
0: can we color the background of our page, yet,
2: <laughs> yeah, where you can like you can adjust it to make it do things, and yeah, it says, what music do you like to listen to? Add songs to your profile to show people your taste and who you are? crazy, yeah, myspace, the reason I liked it is because you could do so much with it.
1: you have an
0: animated background, was it stars?
2: No, I don't remember what it was actually.
1: I never had myspace glittery
2: was no, it wasn't glittery. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I didn't start Facebook till 2009. Oh, I think
2: man. that's about when I started. That was only I mean, it was, to yep.
1: share the pictures of my son being born.
0: I've been on Facebook since you could only have it
1: with a college email. And on that note, <laughs> everyone. I had to think about that for a second. Have, yeah, I did too. <laughs> have a great week. Thanks for listening. All yeah, right. See
2: bye. ya.